Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Walls. I am your host, Lauren Springman, and on this podcast, you will be informed, entertained, and educated on everything in the real estate industry. I would like to introduce our guest today. His name is Dwayne, and he is with Connected Realty. Welcome, Dwayne. How are you? Great, Lauren. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. Day's almost over, so it's even better. <laughs> I know, right? I know. <laughs> so you're driving right now. Multitasking. Yes. yes, I feel like my car is my office. I mean, it kind of is, isn't it? Yeah, from one show to the next, to closing, to that, and then taking care of the family. Kids. Where I need to get to. Yes. Like, I got to pick my oldest daughter up. School here pretty soon. They got to get, go get my wife. And my son there, both of my wife's teacher and my son's at her school. Go to the grocery store. I am everything to everybody. You should just put a cot in there. I know, right? <laughs> I can lay down, in <laughs> lay down in the back seat and call it a day. Yep. Be like, that's it. I can't move anymore. I'm done. I'm done. So, okay. Do you want to play a little game? Sure. Okay, two truths, two truths and one lie, and I have to figure out what is what. All right. Two truths and a lie. Um, uh, okay. Let's start here. Um, I enjoy cleaning my house and doing laundry. I also have DJ several concerts, and I competed in a national competition when I was younger. What concerts did you go to? What concerts did I go to? Yeah, is that what you said? The second one, I couldn't hear you. No, I said I DJed several concerts. Oh, DJ. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Have you do <laughs> because you just said how you like to do <laughs> like sitting here staring like you just said how you like to you know I don't know if you like to but you do all of like the grocery shopping and the driving around and stuff so the cooking and cleaning I mean kind of I can see you being a DJ though I'm gonna go if that's true okay all right um the last one was False, and the first one's true with the cleaning and laundry. Ah, uh, you're you're absolutely right. I am. You did it right. Yes. That made my day. Yes. <laughs> yes. I I really do enjoy doing the laundry in my house, and most people think I have a lot of women. First of all, let's go ahead and get this out the way right now. All right, ladies who are listening. Not all men hate doing the the chores around the house. I like a clean house. I like my t-shirt folded a certain way. And in my house growing up, my mom made us do all the laundry. So it's a good time for me to, when the kids and the wife are asleep, I can binge watch a TV show. I can fold clothes. I enjoy those things. So yes, there are men in the world who actually enjoy that. Okay, so if you find another one or know another one, you can send them my way. (laughs) (laughs) 
Got it. Okay, I'll make thank sure. you. Okay, this isn't a dating episode. Let's get to business. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get no, into real estate? That is a very interesting question. So, um, so yeah, about, say, December 2019, uh, me and my wife were having conversations about investment, uh, investing in real estate, um, having rental property and things like that. Um, I had spent 18 years doing uh, Christian camping. Um, so I was a, started off in college. Um, then I became a, an intern uh, director, um, youth pastor for a little bit, and then moved to Houston to run an urban Christian camp. And so 18 years of ministry, um, and it's great, don't get me wrong, and there's tons of things that have come from it, built a lot of amazing relationships. But one of the things that kept coming up for me was, man, I don't have a lot to show for it um, for what I've done over the last 18 years. Um, I've built other people's programs. Um, but when I look at stuff in my household, it was just like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Um, it really started spending some time praying about it. Um, and then I had a conversation with my pastor when the pandemic started, because during that time, everybody's at home. The world has come to a complete stop, standstill, if you would. And I'm at home trying to figure out what is life going to be like once this is over. Um, and so um, I had a conversation with my pastor and he was like, look, I got a friend that helps people transition from um, ministry into real estate. You should give him a call. Um, and I did. So around this time last year, I was a full-time employee and a full-time uh, student taking real estate classes. And, uh, it took me about three months to get my, my license, and that was that. But my main motivation was, man, I, I in the summertime, man, I, from running a camp, I just didn't see my kids and my family. My wife's a teacher, so she's off. But when you're running a camp, we're like two ships passing in the night. Um, and yeah. growing up, big, I'm really big on family. Um, uh, I knew what my childhood was like growing up, and I definitely desire and want to give my my wife and my kids a different lifestyle than I had growing up. That's awesome. That really is. Um, I'm still stuck on the fact that you just started over COVID because yeah. you are killing it. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. Like I, I talk to you more so than I talk to my kids sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> So that's, that's awesome. Funny. So how are you doing that? Like, how did you become so successful so fast? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm like at a small boutique brokerage, um, connected really. I'm sure you interviewed some of my other, um, I did family members as I would like to call them. We're not coworkers or family. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that, um, it's about owning your community, right? Um, so spending 18 years in ministry, like I've learned how to talk to people, um, and just get to the heartbeat of what people really need. Um, and so building relationships has been one of the things that that I have become very, very good at. Never met a stranger. Um, and that's just kind of how I'm wired. Um, and one of the other things, going back real quick, when I'm talking to my broker about joining Connected Realty, he said, Dwayne, everything that you know how to do in the camping world translates over to real estate. You just don't know it. Um, how is and that? So, so – it's about building people up, right? Uh, my time at camp, even though it's a kid's camp um, from like elementary to high school, my time was spent with college students and the group leaders who were at camp. The 
college students are those who work for me. So building relationships with them, listening very well to what they need, listening very well to what they're not saying, um, and helping them navigate in life. And then building relationships with group leaders who are bringing kids to camp. Because my goal is like, if I'm not helping you meet your ministry goals, then you don't need to come to my camp. Um, and so that was kind of how that was. And so now as I'm out here and doing real estate, if I can't help you meet your family goals of buying a house, then I'm not the person for you. Um, it has to be a perfect match. My goal is to help you get what you want. Um, I have no desire to help send anybody to houses that they have no des desire to be in. So when I'm talking to clients about houses, my first thing is, what are you looking for exactly? Um, and knowing that helps me to go walk into houses that captures their attention right away versus to walking in a house that they can't afford or that they have no desire to be in. Um, and a lot of times you hear a lot of horror stories about just agents who don't listen to their clients. Um, and so a lot of my job is listening and repeating back what they've said and then delivering on what I said I'm going to be. That parallel between being a pastor and a realtor, like just how you described it is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> like it does really yeah. make sense what your pastor was saying. That makes sense. So you yeah. just don't go and show people like, do your clients send you a list? Cause I know sometimes when I'm looking at for houses um, before I would send my realtor a list of houses that I like. Do you do that? Yeah. Or do you, is it like kind of like a teamwork between you and your client? You, they both it's do a, it's it each other. Yeah, it's definitely a teamwork situation. So there's some situations where they've been eyeing a house for a while, so let's go take a look at it. And then there's situations where it's, hey, this is what you told me you wanted, and this is the, and then I've, I've matched you to the perfect home. That's really cool. And so a lot of it is a, it's a, it's a relationship. Um, and then just keeping up with them. Hey, what do you need me to do for you? Um, how can I serve you beyond real estate? Um, do I need to drop a kid off? Uh, do you need me to run in the grocery store? Like, do you need coffee making classes, right? Um, which I still got to send you. Yes, you do. Coffee things. I <laughs> forgot about you. <laughs> and so, but it really boils down to like being a servant, right? And how do I, how do I serve people by helping them get what they want um, and just listening very, very carefully. Wow. I've never heard a realtor say that they would like offer to take their kids to like pick them up from someplace or something. I feel like that has a lot to do with how you are as a person and your pastor background and being in the Christian camps and director and thing like that. Yeah. Just who yeah. you are. I, I, yeah. It, it definitely goes beyond, like it's beyond the, it's beyond the transaction. Um, right. Thinking beyond that. Um, what do you need me to take care of those type of things? Um, like I've every now and then life happens. Like, so a bunch of us that have clients who lost jobs, right. Um, doing this crazy time. And so it's shooting resumes out to people. Hey, this is what my client is, is looking for. Do you have anything? Um, because now you're a part of my community. So let me navigate inside my community and network for you to help you get what also that you need so you can take care of your family. That's awesome. Cause if, That's I, really got, awesome. if I just got you a house and left, then only you, you, you are just a dollar sign to me. Um, and people have to become more than just dollar signs. Well, that's probably why you've become so successful within, I don't even know. I guess it's been a year now since COVID hit, isn't it? Yeah. So I officially started last July. Um, okay. So then not even a year for July you. July 31st. Yeah. So like August, August 1. So it's been like nine months. Nine oh. months. So it's been crazy. So, okay. Then this is perfect timing for this question. 
for new agents out there, how do you, or what do you suggest them to do to succeed so quickly? Yeah, I think you gotta- Or even gotta have like a successful path. Yeah, I think you gotta pick the right team, right? Um, when you first apply to get your license, everybody's gonna call you. Every freaking broker is gonna hit you up and say, hey, can we meet for coffee? Even after you already have your license somewhere, people are watching you on track um, or wherever you are to see how you're doing. And they're gonna hit you up. They're gonna be asking you questions. Hey, can we get together? This is what we do and things like that. And then you just kind of got to listen to the right things about what fits you. Um, where, where's your end goal? Um, I, I knew getting into this, like I, I have other dreams and aspirations inside of real estate. Um, and the broker that I chose lined up with that vision perfectly. And so it's like a match made in heaven. Um, but you got to know what everybody is offering and don't get caught up in the glitz and glamour of, of what you see. Um, from a, a billboard, on social media, posting things like that. Um, people talk a good game, but then when you get into it, none of those things matter. So then you got to do your homework and talk to people who are inside of it. Hey, how is this really going for you? And things like that. Like, you got to do your homework. It's like going on a date, right? <laughs> when I, me and my wife, my wife first started, I I had to study her, right? If I wanted, to, if I definitely wanted to be a second date, I better do my homework and make sure I pay attention to her, Uh if I'm thinking marriage, then I better be good at learning who she is um, and then loving her the way that she's designed to be loved. And we're not talking about relationships, but, no, but I know, that's a whole nother podcast I should start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, and the reason why that's important though, <laughs> but you could though, uh, <laughs> but the reason why it's important is because when you start thinking about who do you want to attach your license to, how do you benefit them and how do they benefit you? Um, like who's going to teach you the business? Uh, and are you, or are you just another number inside of the many people that may be working there? Um, and yeah. so um, I love connecting really because I legitly talk to my brokers every day. And it's not always about transactions. It's about, hey, how are you doing? Uh, they'll pray with me, things like that. And so like my brokers care about every part of my life and not just, hey, are you about to close this house? they desire to see me be successful in every area of my life and not just in real estate. So I'm just going to say this. So I've had like in the past podcast, you know, that I've talked to Sydney and then also Noe and you for, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but for connected realty, it really seems like they have a very big faith base because out of like for the three of you, a lot of, a lot of the conversation or comments that the you three have said was, um, like the faith that they had in you and also the faith, you know, talking faith, because I believe Sydney said the same thing and then Noe said this and the same thing as well. Yeah, there's definitely a faith-based component and that was a huge thing for me um, mm-hmm. as well. I mean, I could have went and worked at some other firm and been fine, but mm-hmm. um, but I think for me, I've always been a person who I just want to learn and grow. Um, and so I, I'm going to, I need to be around those who are like-minded and who are going to challenge me to learn and grow like real estate is tough like yeah i have a lot of things going on and a lot of transactions happening but at the end of the day man some failures i got fired by my first client um very first one two days after she agreed to be my client i had another client who cut me out of a deal while walking into a new build and not and going without like so i had some shady things happen i had some deals fall apart at the closing table where we did not close right um 
Wait, tell me about that. How does that happen? That may be a conversation for offline. Okay. Um, But it happens, (laughs) right? And it's not bad. It's not anyone, like, it's not anybody's fault, right, that it happens. But it can happen. There's some things that if a house doesn't appraise or if there's some things that come up from your past, like, that's that. And so um, there's been some bad and hard moments, right? There's been moments where I thought I was I wasn't going to cut it in real estate. Um, and that insecurity comes up every now and then. Uh, and I have to kill that thought and to go nose away. Like, you can be successful in this, not because you're so great, but because you've learned how to listen to people well and you have an amazing team around you who are going to force you outside of your comfort zone and force you to do things um, that you don't want to do. And so this big thing for me has been real estate has been the most challenging thing I've done. And I've run into summer camps for 18 years. And camp with is kids. hard. With kids. <laughs> with all their issues, college students, all that, you name it. But real estate has been tough, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, because this is what I use to take care of my family. And if I don't do my job well, then my kids and my wife don't eat. Uh, and so there's this pressure, but at the same time, there's this um, – the pressure that happens, like, you know, when you put apply pressure, the cold diamonds come out. That's, that's my goal is to, as the pressure heats up, to not stress out about everything, to only stress out about the stuff that I can control. If I can't control it, there's no need for me to be worried about it. That's one big thing for me. I'm horrible. At. I'm getting better, <laughs> but I sometimes like, I'll be really good at it. And then I'll like struggle for a second because I feel like, you know, everything is going good. And then it's like, wait, wait a minute. Why can't I control this? You know, it's out of my control, but it's still frustrating. So it's sometimes it's hard yeah. for people to like let that go and just breathe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a process. Mm-hmm. For sure. So you were saying earlier that you, um, that Connected Realty saw your, like you can see them in your future. It saw your future mm-hmm. plans and goals. What are your future plans and goals? Yeah. So my goal is to definitely, um, as I was studying for the, to get my my license and you start learning all the terminology and things like that i was like well i'm not i don't want to just be an agent like my goal is to be a broker and to use this as a discipleship tool and things like that and so yeah i want to get my broker's license um and i'm never leaving connected they we've already had that conversation maybe it's a go to another city and open up a branch of the brokerage there or something like that but at the end of the day like my goal is to help people get better um, and to help them reach their their goals inside of that. So, so that's my future plan. That sounds really cool. So, are you planning on leaving Houston, or is that just kind of like one of the like one of the thoughts that you had? Uh, I, it's a possibility. Um, I've learned in in life anything's possible. So, I love Houston. Houston's by far my favorite place I've ever lived. But also, I'm aware that I can end up somewhere tomorrow and be fine. Sometimes you have to to move forward in your career as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's got to roll with the punches. Yeah. Okay. So this is literally my favorite question. I say this, I think okay. on every single podcast, <laughs> what is All the right. craziest, craziest thing you've ever seen in a home? Oh, craziest thing I've ever seen in a home. Hmm. I should have known this kind of, this kind of, uh, this question was coming because I heard Sydney's saying, <laughs> um, right. That was crazy. Yeah. So I went to this house and there was like in cases, not like 
like in boxes, but like a glass uh, case over each one of these two items in a, in a like almost every room. It was a bottle of holy water and a cross inside of a glass case in most of the rooms in this house. And I was like, look, I, I grew up in the 80s and the 90s watching a lot of vampire movies, seeing <laughs> The Lost Boys. And my first thing is like, yo, <laughs> is this the exodus? By like, what's, what's about to happen? Is there a demon that's about to jump out on you, boy? Like, I am prepared for the worst, right? For real. I'm not scared, but mentally you have to go, sure, there's a lot of holy water and crosses all over the place here. Like, what's happening in this house that I'm not aware of? And I'm on a showing. There's a client with me, and he notices the same thing. And so we just, okay, cool. We quickly got out, and that is that. So, yeah. No, no. I feel like that would just be like, if I saw that in every room, I'd be like, there's some like, like something bad, bad vibes, bad something, something happened, some bad juju. All I know is that I wouldn't want to buy it, and I would want to run the other way. I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, okay, cool. They spiritual. Uh, <laughs> and then you walk to another one was like, oh, okay, they extra spiritual. Um, but when you see it like a third and fourth time, it's like, all right, um, what out. happened here? <laughs> yeah. Like what, what's, what's happened inside this house that I'm not aware of? I have the chills when you said that. Now I'm like thinking, I don't know, that's creepy to me. <laughs> my mind always, always like goes to like all my like 48 hours and all that type of stuff. Yes, 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 <laughs> absolutely. So, who's your most influential person in your life? Um, or was in your life that got you there? You know what I mean? Just like anybody that really influences you a lot or inspires you. Yeah. So, it's a couple guys. Like growing, like I said, doing camp ministry, um, doing it for eighteen years. I had a lot of um, great men who literally helped pave the way and put vision in front of me. Um, I grew up in a single household growing up. Uh, my, my father was murdered when I was a kid. And so, um, I'm sorry. It's, it, it is what it is. I was five, I and, that was 36 years ago. Um, but when I got to camp, man, I got to see guys that look like me loving their wives, um, and being men. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and those guys like taught me what it was like to be a father and they weren't perfect by it. You know what I'm saying? They're, and they'll tell you that, but a lot of, I talk to a lot of those guys still asking questions about parenthood and about being a husband. Hey, I got, this is what I got going on. Like, just want to get your thoughts on this. And so, um, those guys really are responsible for shaping me to the man that I am today. Um, like I knew a lot, um, being a college student working at a camp, but after spending time with these guys, watching them flaws and all, um, they have really helped shape me. Um, to be the man that I am today and so and then my mom like after my father passed my mom went from being married you know saying Mm -hmm. a two income household to being a widow raising three kids 11 five and three Um, and she worked at the cleaners and so my mom grinded every day of the week but Sunday to make sure that we at least had food right Uh, and it was a lot of tough moments and things like that but because of my mom's work ethic that was instilled in me um, and she moved heaven and earth just to make sure we had basic stuff. So why not do the same thing for my family? That's awesome. I, yeah, that's, 
she must be like one of the strongest people I've ever like met. Like I haven't met her, but like heard a story yeah. about that's like three kids and having to work all by like all week and things like that. That's a lot. She must be a saint. Yeah. She is amazing. I love my mom. Um, that's really cool. So we, we talk about a couple of times a week. Um, and when she comes to visit, it's about the grandkids now. Of course. <laughs> <And> I'm cool. <laughs> uh, she'll buy my kids stuff that she would never buy us growing up, but I get it. She didn't have it to give. Um, and yeah. so that's just kind of how we are. But I love my mom. Yeah, I know. All of a sudden, my parents will let my kids have like have all these like snacks and candies and chips. I was like, where was that right. when I was young? I know, right? My mom bought my son a remote control car, and I was like, "What well, time out? Time out! Hold on, one dang minute!" And so, what did she do? In turn, she bought me a remote control car as well, but it was smaller than my son. And so, but. I got one. <laughs> so, the point is, she got you one. <laughs> yes. Hey, you may have been 30 years late, but we got it. <laughs> it's all that matters. Yeah. Well, I can sit here and talk forever. This is a good conversation, but we're running out of time. So before, oh. I mean, we get off, I would like to, to, I mean, you've already said so much words of wisdom and advice to our listeners. Do you have anything else that you would like to say? Yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day, um, Real estate is a tool that you use to, to build whatever you decide you want to build in life, right? Um, and the avenue that you do that is by serving people. Um, and if you serve people well, um, everything else will be fine. Things are going to go sideways. It takes a while to build to build what you need to build, but just be patient. Um, and then allow real estate to draw all of our flaws to the top so that you can work on them. Um, all my insecurities are exposed in real estate, right? Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, you, you learn to do it well and you, you, you grow through it if you want to get better. And so that's what I would say. It's a great way to end the, sh end the show. Yeah. So once again, I would like to thank Dwayne for being on the show today. I hope everyone has a great week. And remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, please check out our website at inspectorteam.com for Brian and Brian inspections. See y'all next time.